This is Travel Better Podcast, episode 23, TSA Security Checkpoints, Know Your Options. I'm your host, Leslie Lello, and it's time to get going, so sit back, hit that cruise control, and enjoy the show. To be calm is the highest achievement of the self. That is what my Yogi Tea reads for today. And that has nothing to do with my show today, but it kind of does because we're getting into holiday season and we're going to, there are a lot of people who go flying through airports uh, to see family for Thanksgiving and for Yule, Christmas, Hanukkah, all that, New Year's, you know, so there's going to be a lot of people going through the airports and I in the U.S., uh, one of the biggest stressors of going through the airport is the time it takes, and especially going through the security checkpoints. So today's show is going to be about security checkpoints and how we can make it an easier experience for ourselves, or at least just know our options, because uh, a lot of people don't realize I had a phase where I was traveling so much by plane, and it was halfway through that somebody said, you know, you don't really have to go through those scanners. And I was shocked. I didn't know that that was an option to me. So we're going to talk about that because it's important for you to know that it might make uh, that whole experience less stressful. But always anticipate that you're going to have, you know, maybe a a hang up. So you want to always leave extra time, but especially during the holidays. But anyway, my thoughts on security. We'll start there. Um, I, I, this isn't really relevant because who cares what I think it it is what it is. It's just, uh, um, my own personal perspective is, well, I think that I don't actually have a perspective aside from it is what it is. I, uh, I don't like going through security and I miss flying before 9-11 because it was a lot simpler, but I'm also going to give you maybe one idea that'll make it simpler if you're comfortable with being monitored in a way that might be violating to some people and not violating to others. Uh, depends what your, where your values are, but yeah, I don't like it, but you know, if, if, and I can't even say it's particularly effective, but I'm, I'm not going to have a hissy fit about it. I'm just going to do it my way. And more importantly, I appreciate that I do have options, whether or not I take advantage of them or not. So, um, talking about option number one, the most obvious one are the scanners that you go through. They, I have noticed in airports, there are the old kind of metal detector scanners and the new kind, the ones that scan your body. And the old kind, I don't really mind. The new kind, creeps me out a bit because they're still like, I don't know, I I will stand there and I had one experience where I got scanned and those are the ones that like they can kind of see you naked and I had this male TSA guy give me like the creepiest like smile, like come on look and I was just like, and it was at that point that I was like, okay, other options, gross, gross, gross. So, uh, And by the way, so, okay, so that's what the options are that most people think of. Then somebody said, hey, you don't have to go through those. You can get pat down. You can choose to be pat down. And up until that point, I thought that that was only if they suspected something on you. 
like they or it was a random check because um, they've also done that before where they're like, we just want to pat you down. I'm like, all right, in addition to the scanners, which then that ticks me off because I just got dosed with radiation from those scanners. I'm going to get dosed with radiation from flying on a plane and now I have to still get pat down. So I now say, hey, I want to get pat down. That is an option. You can ask for it. And quite frankly, it, it is not bad at all. I once got pat down maybe five, six, seven years ago before the what I consider the invasive scanners that scan your, um, you know, you right down to your nipples. <laughs> and so I don't really, you know, that's really invasive for me. You know, seven or eight years ago, I got pat down by very brusquely, and I did feel violated. It was not a pleasant experience. More and but because there's been all this attention given to that, the I've seen videos of women who you know like the the son was videotaping the mom who started crying and granted she's in her sixties so she's not used to being probably touched by anyone that way except her husband but like you know she got very upset and started having a panic attack and all this is on YouTube I don't really know where the video is anymore if I can find it I'll I'll link to it. Although I don't really want to put that vibe out there because that's not, that was has never been my experience. I hope it never is. It hasn't been since like maybe 2003, like 2004. But I, um, these days I've gotten pat down a lot and I don't even mind it. And I, I, it's not, they say I have to, you know, check here, 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 and here. And I, they use the back of their hand and it, that's, you know, and it's female if you're female, it's male if you're male. And the, they're not, like, being icky about it. My my strategy, if they are icky, it, which has never happened since then, but when I, I came up with this in 2000 and whatever it was, early 2000s, when I was, it was icky, I said, if anybody ever does that again, I'm going to start smiling and pretending like I'm enjoying it because that will creep them out more. So <laughs> I've never had to use that, but that was my theory on... Um, on I actually wrote a short... Uh, sketch about that when they came out with these scanners, but anyway, um, yeah. So it was, it was, it's been okay lately with the pat downs. That's my preference. Now, uh, you can also do something called a pre-check, and a lot of people don't know about this either. It's mostly for frequent flyer people who do a lot of business traveling, and it's for specific airlines. So it's not for everyone. If all you do is fly home for Thanksgiving or, or Christmas, like once a year or twice a year, then it might not be worth it to you. But I know that I really don't like waiting in that security line. And you can end up being there in certain airports for an hour. And there are airports that are much nicer about it than other ones. I find Newark to be pretty gruff. I find Las Vegas to be pretty not gruff, you know. Still, um, they are very clear on, on the security part and what the regulations are and what they have to check. They're not lackadaisical, but I just find that their personalities in a place, in certain airports, are, are just um, nicer to take. So sometimes you don't want to deal with that if you already... So if I'm at Newark and I'm going through and I've already waited an hour to go through security and I then have to 
request to be pat down, which by the way, I'm going to tell you this, don't ask for that if you're running low on time, because it, sometimes they have to be like, oh, you want to get pat down because not a lot of people ask for it. Hold on a minute. And they have to go find somebody who's, you know, the pat down person who maybe has a desk um, office job somewhere else. And it can take, I've waited up to 20 minutes to get somebody to be called over. I still wait. I have no problem with that. But if you have to make a flight and you've already, you know, burned a lot of time in the line and you are going to be running to uh, the terminal, maybe it's not the best choice for you and just go through that scanner. But uh, that's a really important key. It will take a lot of time. But going back to this pre-check, so the airlines that work with the pre-check, Alaska Airlines, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, Hawaiian Airlines, United Airlines, U.S. Airways, and Virgin America. And uh, this was started a few years ago for business travelers who, you know, they, they're constantly going through airports. Maybe they don't want that, again, dose of radiation from getting scanned or just getting pat down every single time. And this will allow you to not have to even um, go through and do all the formalities of of going through security. So that means you don't have to remove your shoes. You don't have to, you, you still have regulation liquids where you only get a certain amount um, and it's like under three ounces and you put it in a Ziploc baggie, but you don't have to pull that out. You don't have to pull your laptop out. You don't have to take your jacket off, your belt off. And again, for business travel who do this, travelers who do this all the time, that is definitely a benefit. But I'm talking about this now because if you're not a business traveler, uh, this might be a good option if you're just, you know, if you don't mind paying the $85 that will, um, that is the enrollment fee and you do this online, I'll have links for the podcast notes for this one, but if you don't mind paying that $85 fee and getting your fingerprints done, getting your information taken and then they mail you an acceptance letter with a traveler ID and you do this two to three weeks ahead of time. If you don't mind going through that process, this might make your holiday travel a lot more pleasant to get it done. Now, for people who are like, ah, oh, the government already knows too much about us, they monitor our calls, you know, blah, 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 which, yes, it sucks. But I, uh, I personally, in this instance, quite frankly, they have all my information anyway, and except maybe my fingerprints, but I'm sure they're somewhere. And I get to miss an hour line for um, for going through security and, and holiday travel and all that craziness. So I don't really mind getting that done. Um, I am luckily not flying anywhere for the holidays as far as I know right now. And because I, I, this is the time when I don't want to do too much long distance traveling because I don't like flying at this time. It's, it's just so crazy in the airports with like holiday travel. So I will probably do this sometime in 2014. But for those of you who are even just going through now, here's the upside. You get a shorter line and maybe if a bunch of people do this, it makes it shorter for everybody else too. If you have the $85 and you don't mind spending it and if you have the time and the inclination to to get this done, and I'm telling you this now, you know, several weeks before Thanksgiving. So uh, you could get this done. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Um, <laughs> okay. So there's airports 
also, um, there used to be a very limited number of airports that do this and it's expanded. I'm also going to put a link to the airports list so you can check to make sure where you fly in and out of is um, has this service available and remember it's only limited airlines I mentioned that earlier and so that those are your three options for for flying um, and getting through security in, in a reasonable way of course and they always remember remind you of this but I'm going to just remind you there's a, a way to go through security where you can make sure all your stuff is available if you choose to go through the regular line make sure you have your stuff accessible so that you can pull out what you need to pull out uh, during while you're waiting in line while you're approaching the scanners slash um, pat down area so that means you know having your laptop available having all of your liquids in a bag I like to wear slip-on shoes so that I can just pull them off pull them on sometimes I'm even in Crocs because I'm going to just be lounging on a plane for, um, you know, five hours anyway. So I like to have, you know, almost slippers on my feet. And so those come right off. I sometimes shove all the stuff that's in my pockets into my jacket pocket or whatever. And we'll just um, then throw that into one of those crates. And that makes it a lot easier when I reorganize and put all my jewelry on and all that stuff and my necklaces and, and my watch and and my cell phone and, and my paperwork that I need to get on the plane. That all goes in in a po in pockets for my jacket. Um, there's a Scotty vest. I'm actually going to put this on my website, uh, I guess, this week because I've been um, approved as somebody. And I'm not doing this podcast. It just crossed my mind. I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but oh my God, there are these, Scotty Vest is a company that makes these trench coats that are so super kick-ass that they have all these pockets, which isn't anything new. There have always been travel outfits and little secret pockets and like tank tops and underwear and those money belts and everything. But the Scotty Vests are really, these trench coats are amazing. They have, can fit like tablets in them and the they don't even look like they're carrying a lot of stuff so you can put all your gear in there and then and then just when you're having to go through security take off your Scotty vest put it in the in one of the bins and that saves you a lot of trouble of having to look for your, your tablet and your phone and all that stuff and i have had some airports ask me oh you have to take out your phone and your and your tablet in addition to the laptop and i've had other airports not do that and it changes and it's sometimes i've had the same airport ask me to take out the tablet and the laptop and then not so this is a good the one of those scotty vests is a good way to do that um, and not even have to worry about it. They, that way they can have it separately in the scanner and not on your person and not in like buried in your bag. Uh, they're about 150 bucks and they come in a variety of colors. So that's, um, I guess a little plug for those, uh, jackets and I will put a link for that as well. So, um, but my point is, but by the way, just as a side note, again, for the Scotty Vest, I think I've written about this before. It's, the cool thing about them is, too, so you have all this stuff in your jacket, and it doesn't make you look like a house when you have all this stuff in, too. There's videos on the website where, like, the ladies are wrapped in these great Scotty Vest trench coats, and they have 
like a laptop and a cell phone and a notepad and a wallet and all, all this stuff and they don't look totally bulky it looks like just a normal jacket and that means you have more room in your bag if you can put all that stuff in a jacket so that so if you're trying to get all your stuff in and not have to check any bags it's a it's a nice way to do that nobody's going to raise an eyebrow of stuff in your pocket even though it's stuff that you would normally have to put in your suitcase and that's it now i swear i'm done i'm swear this is a fast one because because I want to go do yoga right now and I only have like an hour. But it's also because this is a pretty simple one, but an important one because so many people travel during the holidays and it's really important to have a strategy for that so that you don't get stressed out and exhausted um, before you get there. Because a lot of the time it's like, boom, you're arriving Wednesday night or Thursday morning. There's Thanksgiving dinner. You watch a football game. You you know, maybe see a parade and then you're, boom, back in the airport two days later, maybe having to deal with uh, uh, time changes. And don't forget to take those homeopathic, um, like, pills for uh, time changes. I will put that time zone stuff on. I'll put another link to that. And so this is all, you you need a strategy because sometimes it's fast and furious at the airport uh, or it's exhausting lines and you want to make sure that you can stay as vivacious as possible so that you can really enjoy the holidays and stay well. So that's my broadcast for this week. My podcast, my broadcast, it's a podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And I look forward to talking to you next week. And I'm wishing you happy travels.